Welcome to Elephants in the Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Here are your hosts, Joe and Kendall. Unfortunately, Joe, it seems like our jokes about running out of friends for this show have come true because today we're joined by absolutely nobody. Just you and me. Well, I think you got to see the silver lining to the situation, this predicament that we're in, if you will. Um, perhaps they might have the, the most to add, nobody being here. Uh, we'll actually be able to stay on track. Uh, we'll actually be able to uh, go back and forth on things that we consider funny and uh, not be dragged down by uh, the masses, as they say. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to welcome you once again back to the elephants in the room. Uh, as Kendall said, we are joined by... Uh, the helpful, the friendly, uh, nobody. Uh, but, you know, I'd say man, man is his own best friend. Is that right, Kendall? Absolutely. We don't need any guests. I think I think that uh, we'll do just fine without him. All right. Well, let's go ahead and hop straight into the news, Joe. As usual in the Biden presidency, Joe, gas prices are rather high right now. And, you know, Joe Biden decided he wanted to do something about that, not allow people to um, actually frack or, you know, produce our own oil or energy of, of any sort. No, no, no. He... He went to OPEC, uh, the oil-producing countries, specifically Saudi Arabia, and said, hey, you guys, you guys better start pumping oil. Specifically, in the next month, wink, wink, um, if sounds, our viewers don't realize— That sounds a little bit illegal. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you can do that. Is there a, is there a special event happening in the next month, Joe? Uh, well, if I had to put my finger on it, uh, Mock Rock already happened. Uh, there's no Fortnite events coming up that I can think yeah. of. Um, uh, I don't really have any friends, so I don't know about any parties that are coming up. No, I, I don't know what's happening. What, what is happening in the next month, Kendall? Well, on November 8th, we've got the, the midterm elections. And I can, only, I can only hypothesize, as well as um, many others you'll, you'll soon see, that uh, Joe Biden wanted to put some pressure on the Saudis to get, to get that oil pumping so that gas prices will come down a little bit and so that the Democratic Party's not absolutely destroyed in this in this upcoming election, what do you what do you think about that? You know Joe? that does that does kind of make sense as uh, you know we're we seem to be s- continuing to send money to Ukraine. Uh, we are very focused on some of these social issues, and yet uh, uh, poll after poll is coming out that people are uh, very much concerned with uh, both um, uh, inflation as well as gas prices. You know how could anybody see this coming? Two things that uniquely <laughs> affect people that aren't you know ma racism or uh, ma climate change or whatever. <laughs> Uh, but no, they, uh, in an unprecedented move, uh, voters have uh, rejected this uh, sort of democratic plea of civility, uh, and they are barbaric and selfish and only care about themselves. And so I guess the Democrats have to come down from their high horse and they have to grovel with the rest of the people and, uh, you know, do these dirty tricks like we see Biden doing here to uh, get gas prices under control, to get inflation under control, um, to make sure people still vote for him. Yes, uh, but don't take don't take Joe and I's word for it that you know Biden's being a little backhanded. The Saudis um, actually published a response of their own, and they said the government of the kingdom clarified through its continuous consultation with the U.S. administration that all economic analyses indicate that postponing the OPEC Plus decision for a month, according to what has been suggested, would have negative economic consequences. So here they are saying themselves, "No, that's stupid. Why would we do that?" Biden was not super happy about that, Joe. I don't know if you saw. Uh, this House and Senate gets back, they're going to have to, uh, there's going to be some consequences for what they've done with Russia. What kind of consequences? Menendez says suspend all arms sales. Is that something you'd consider? 
I'm not going to get into what I'd consider and what I have in mind, but there will be there will be consequences. Consequences for doing something that I I don't like them doing. Does, does that sounds a little familiar? I I don't know who. Uh, perhaps there was a president that came before uh, that was accused of of doing something like that. That uh, you know it was merely accusation. Perhaps he was impeached for uh, some some similar. Uh, a, a, illusion of a of a offense I, I don't know if i don't know if i'm thinking about this correctly joe are you referencing our previous president donald john trump i hate donald trump donald <laughs> Fortnite trump we would never talk about donald trump on this show well in- indeed uh it, it did happen if you can believe it all the way back in 2020 our uh, dear president uh donald trump uh he was impeached on charges of a quid pro quo like we see biden being uh, accused of here hold on joe before you go any further um, I don't think I'm alone in saying I have no idea what quid pro quo means, and I'm tired of people throwing it around as if everyone knows what it means when they don't. So I'm going to look it up real quick. Well, actually, what I what I know is that uh, I, when I worked at uh, at the pizza place, I used to be a pizza delivery man. I had to take a little bit of a quiz on the computer about uh, quid pro quo in the workplace, <laughs> and uh, I had to uh, know all of the people I had to go through to to report quid pro quo. I, I forget the exact context of the quid pro quo, but perhaps if you're a fellow uh, people uh, working, uh, as I used to be, uh, you you might know what I'm talking about. But uh, no, I, 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 you'd think that there'd be people like uh, poor, poor Ukraine, uh, quid pro quo uh, by Trump and poor, poor Saudi Arabia uh, being major league uh, quid pro quo by Joe Biden, you think there's these people like I was used to that they could they could go to and report this uh, malicious and and bad behavior? Who knows? But let's see. Google says a quid pro quo is a favor or advantage granted or expected in return for something. So it's a really fancy way of saying favor, basically. Um, But yes, I think you are right. Donald Trump was impeached for asking um, allegedly asking Ukraine for for a favor. Um, The going theory was that he had told the Ukrainian president, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, that they better investigate all the corruption going on in their, cr- in their country, specifically the Bidens. And he may, uh, allegedly he uh, threatened to withhold military funding from Ukraine. Um, the fun thing about that is Vladimir Zelensky, um, in a press conference with Trump, simply said that that's not true. That's not what happened. No, you sure that we had, uh, I think, good uh, phone call. It was normal. We spoke about many things, and I, so, so I think, and you read it that nobody pushed it. No, you can't trust that. You know who? We we can't trust the words of Vladimir. Z- Wait a second. What 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 country is he? Is he the president of? I forget. Ukraine. Oh no. Oh my goodness. Where are my manners, Vladimir? Z- Vladimir Zelensky. He is uh, the most truth teller you can get. Uh, nothing he says is a lie. Uh, we should believe every word that he says. And uh, I, you know what? I forgot to make my my daily tithing to his to his effort in Ukraine. Uh, so please forgive me, uh, President Zelensky, uh, for for dare blaspheming your name. But how how do we how do we get around that? I mean, uh, I remember this coming out, and uh, you know the Democrats being. Very vehemently, sort of. Uh, well, we can't take uh, Zelensky's word at face value, and they, uh, they, they literally uh, showed that by going ahead with the impeachment and actually impeaching Trump over these charges um, that seem very minuscule. You know, you you think that if, uh, especially if someone vying for the uh, office of the presidency uh, had certain connections and benefactors uh, that were taking advantage of some of the corruption in Ukraine, you'd think that. 
simply as the uh, the president of a country that does do dealings with Ukraine, you'd want that kind of stuff investigated. But uh, because, unfortunately, it was Trump who wanted to uh, have his political rival investigated, uh, no, 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 get that man out of the White House right now. Um, but no, I mean, everything that's, uh, it seems that there is quite a bit of corruption there. It seems that uh, there might be some credence to uh, Biden taking advantage of that. Biden, through his, uh, yeah, his use of... Uh, his son and his uh, his political ties also taking use of that. But um, as soon as uh, Biden sort of uh, actually threatens, uh, we have uh, we had audio of that, uh, as well as, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia uh, coming out and saying that, yes, you know, we were threatened. And yes, uh, you know, I, we're simply saying once again that uh, it is not in our best interest to withhold raising these oil prices. It, it seems that there is a lot of evidence to suggest that Joe Biden is indeed guilty of this offense and not a lot of outrage about it. Yes, normally normally when you go to court over a crime, there has to somebody somebody usually is accusing you of that. You, ha, you usually did that to someone. Um in the case of Trump, the people he supposedly had his quid pro quo against came out and said, "No, that's not what happened." Yet he was impeached anyways. Granted, he ended up being acquitted in the Senate, but with Biden, the the opposite seems to have happened. The he he did such, he allegedly did such things. The Saudis came out and basically said, "Yeah, that's messed up. Don't do that." Um, and instead of being impeached by Congress or anything like like there's no talk of that right now. Um, instead, Biden honestly sort of threatened the Saudis and OPEC. So as you can see, Joe, uh, not exactly the most uh, pure politicians that we have here. Not exactly. The highest standards of character, but if you want to see some really? some some real politicians, some real good people, you just got to look in our very own Hillsdale County, Joe. You're listening to Elephants in the Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Joe, have you paid attention to our local politics at all recently? Absolutely not. You know, uh, if you if you want me to be completely honest, I I don't care. Um, but uh, no, please uh, indulge me and uh, the audience in our in our local politics here at Hillsdale. You see, normally I would not. Um, I would completely understand your ignorance on the issue of local politics because, because believe it or not, Joe, local politics are usually not that exciting. However, this time around, um, I think I don't think that's true. Running for mayor this time around in Hillsdale, Joe, we have Mayor Adam Stockford, the incumbent, um, against a Rondi Butcher. Uh, now, both of these characters are interesting to say the least. Um, in the lead up, as part of his campaign, uh, Mayor Stockford actually fought in a wrestling match, Joe. You probably heard about this. It was um, a little crazy, to say the least. He um, and one other man fought as a tag team against two other wrestlers, and they both dressed up. The other, his opponents dressed up as Russians. When the uh, Rumor has it that when the, the two opponents came out waving a Russian flag, the whole crowd booed. Um, I would, too. You know, <laughs> I, 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 uh, after what uh, they personally did to uh, President Zelensky, I... <laughs> I would be upset too. I'd boo as well. Understandable, but the these uh, apparent Russians came out and insulted the town of Hillsdale. Not that there's anything to insult about this this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place, Joe. Um, then Stockford and Dukes, his partner, entered the ring accompanied by Rick Derringer's song "Real American," um, and the four proceeded to have a tag team wrestling match. And again, I remind you, this is like a campaign event, Joe. But anyways, as far as I know, Mayor Sockford and his uh, team won. Um, oh, if I had good. to guess, um, I would say just it may have been a little bit staged. 
uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be a little the, bit problematic if uh, your whole campaign thing was uh, you were going to have a rush, wrestling match with some uh, Russians and you were the real American, but uh, the real American lost. lost. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that'd be that uh, bode well for his uh, numbers, especially among wrestlers. I'd say. And rumor has it, Joe, that uh, when they hired these these two opponents of theirs, they they were looking for two real cold blooded Russians, um, and then two guys from Moscow, Michigan, showed up. Um, apparently did not fill out the form, the, the application, as, thir- as, th- as thoroughly as they thought. Um, but don't worry, Mayor Stockford's not the, the only interesting character running for mayor. His opponent, Rondi Butcher, um, she, as far as I have read up, Joe, she's in this position to run for mayor because she started a, a very successful Facebook group, believe it or not. Oh, um, well, that's good. Unfortunately, I, I'm not sure who was in charge of the said face group, Facebook group uh, there for a little bit because she was in jail for nine months for Oh, my goodness. Um, Is she still able to ru- – shoplifting? Running for mayor First and you degree. get – Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, she's, she's running. Um, she says she's changed, and, you know, I think we should – well, not me. I'm not eligible to vote in the city of Hillsdale, but – I think our listeners may want to give her a chance. Yeah, go from um, stealing candy at Walmart to stealing steal. oil from the Saudis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's get that that fine woman in office right now. Yeah, but the mayoral race is not the only one taking place um, right now. Hillsdale's own Gary Wolfram, professor of economics and public policy, the director of economics and the professor of political economy at Hillsdale College, is running against Cindy Merritt for the Ward 3 city council seat. As far as I can tell, these two individuals are both fairly normal, except for the fact that one of them willingly works for Hillsdale College. Um, that makes him un, un- <laughs> normal. What did you say? He was the professor of economics here? Yes. Maybe yep. he can he can write me a supply and, and demand curve for, uh, you know, the uh, supply of, of uh, women at Hillsdale and uh, their lack of demand for, <laughs> for me, I would say. Uh, there's no incumbent in this race. The The former holder of, uh, of the Ward 3 seat elected not to, to run again. Statewide, uh, the I think most of the politics are fairly well known. Uh, Tudor Dixon is running against Gretchen Whitmer. Have you seen name. the ads for Tudor Dixon? I've seen a like, few. They're all over. It's probably because it's region locked to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Every time I want to pull something up on YouTube or online, I'm always hit with the exact same ad about Tudor Dixon and uh, her stances on, uh, I guess, her her uh, her problematic stances on <laughs> on abortion, where it's it's literally her like, uh, you know. Uh, and uh, what about your your exceptions for uh, rape and incest? And she's like, no exceptions. And uh, you know that's that's uh, way too extreme for some of these Democrat people. I I, I don't know if the I don't know if the ad's gonna play for bode as well as as they're hoping. I, I think that you know that's that's a that's that's a pretty fair stance as your uh, your typical sort of uh, hardline Republican candidate. Yep the the Whitmer campaign is definitely going all out, hoping that uh, Michigan voters really are not pro-life and that they're very much pro-choice because I swear just about every day I see an ad. Um, it's Joe, you've probably seen it. It's the little text bubbles. Yeah. It says, have you heard, Ro, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. Oh no, what can we do? And it says, vote for Prop 3 in Michigan. Hopefully I'm allowed to say that. I'm, I'm just quoting the ad. I'm not actually calling you to action. But anyways, you I could. at one you point- You could vote for <laughs> Pop, Prop 3 if you, if you want to. <laughs> But anyways, they, they're going so heavy on these ads that I was in Spanish class, and my Spanish professor pulls up a YouTube video um, to show us something, and they had the same ad, but in Spanish. Was it, I was going to say, was it in Spanish? It, it was. It was a little ridiculous, but they're, they're really banking on this. Um, we'll see how it goes. If you did not know it, uh, in Michigan, judges are not listed with their party affiliation on the ballot, which 
sounds all right at first because judges are more or less supposed to be impartial, but I think the reality is that that's not true. That's never the case, that judges are completely impartial. Um, and also just that most voters are not going to remember the judges' names. Uh, so if they wouldn't, don't know... Wouldn't that make most voters a, a bad judge of character, it, maybe? It may, it may. So anyways, I have compiled here a list of um, the judicial seats up for grabs um, and just a little bit of information about him. So up first, uh, Richard Bernstein. He was a Michigan's first blind justice. Um, he's running again for re-election. He ran for the Michigan Attorney General a few years back as a Democrat. Is he, um, he first blind justice? Is he like actually blind? Yes, he is blind. Oh, so that's, that's not actually just works. that's not a that that's works. not an insult saying that he is bad. No, no, at no, his no, job. no, no. Your justice is supposed to be blind. That that works. You, the <laughs> that lady is, on the on the justice, the lady justice or whatever her name is with the scales. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I put money on there and they give me a ravioli and <laughs> what balances. But no, lady justice is blind. So I think uh, Richard here might uh you know he he'd probably make a good guy for the judge <laughs> considering they got that in common. Up next is Kyra Harris-Bolden. Uh, she's a member of the Michigan House of Representatives right now, so maybe not exactly the most impartial, but as I said, I don't know that that's a practical standard. Uh, we also have Paul Hudson, who's a businessman, and he's a registered Republican. Um, out of left field, we have Carrie Lee Morgan, uh, and he's a member of the Libertarian Party. Um, and finally, Brian Zahara, Z- that's probably not how you say his name, Zara? Um, he was appointed to fill a vacancy in the Michigan Supreme Court in 2011. He was re- reelected in 2014, and he's running again um, as a Republican in 2022. On your ballot, you'll also see Court of Appeals candidates, uh, but all of them are listed as nonpartisan, and they're also all incumbents. Um, so no real, no real challenges there. I'd run against all of them <laughs> is what I would do. I'd run against all of them and then uh, appeal myself in every uh, bad tangle I get with the law <laughs> is what I'd do. Joe would not be quite as blind as Richard Bernstein, it no. seems. I'd, I'd tip the scales, as they say. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Joe, while we're talking about the judicial system, uh, there's been a few big court cases happening this week. Um, would you like to fill me in on those? Sure, uh, yeah. I mean, probably the most notable one being uh, that one Alex Jones uh, being now sued for uh, a, a, a grand sum total of close to a billion dollars. You heard that right, a one, one billion dollars uh, to the victims of, uh, uh, the, the parents, I should say, of, of victims of the uh, Sandy Hook shooting. He dared question, he dared question the, uh, the coverage of the event. Now he is being, uh, some, some say he's being punished for that uh, by uh, getting slapped with this lawsuit of uh, one billion dollars. Uh, we actually have his sentiments on the whole uh, lawsuit right here for you. The judge found me guilty in a default, even though we gave them all the discovery, so they had no case. So she found me guilty, wouldn't let us put on a case, and then for five weeks had people up there cry about their kids that died. I'm very sad about it. I didn't kill their kids. You know, it's like O.J. Simpson was found civilly guilty of murdering two people. He paid $33.5 million. So I didn't murder anybody. I just questioned a public event. I didn't send people to harass anybody. I hardly ever even talked about it. It wasn't an issue for the first five, six years. Then when Hillary ran against Trump, she ran against Trump on Sandy Hook, and a few little short clips she edited of me, and and, and then the Democrats actually believed I was the Sandy Hook man. Four years ago, they filed this lawsuit. They got all the discovery, our bank records, our documents, our emails. They had no case, so they defaulted us, Then they had this huge show trial, and then gave 15 defendants tens of millions of dollars of so you've got, you know, you've got uh, uh, these Sandy Hook people uh, coming after 
uh, Jones for uh, some statements that he made, uh, which included uh, he sort of questioned the legitimacy of the uh, Sandy Hook coverage, uh, as well as, you know, government involvement, if, if any. Uh, and uh, they basically came after him for that, uh, suing him for defamation uh, for a sort of emotional uh, trauma that was associated uh, with that, uh, with the implication of them and uh, the victims being sort of crisis actors in, these, in this whole tragedy. Um, not to say that uh, Jones was uh, completely sort of wrongly punished here, I'd say, but, you know, I think that a billion dollars— and again, I say that not not exaggerating. Uh, one one billion dollars uh, seems like quite quite a steep price to pay for uh, voicing a, the wrong opinion. Yeah, like as he said, O.J. Simpson was found civilly guilty of murder and was fined a small fraction of that. The fact that he Alex Jones is expected to pay almost a billion dollars is ridiculous, in my opinion. Well, speaking of unjustly having to pay a um, billion dollars, that's what it feels like. It's what it feels like uh, when uh, you have to listen to another episode <laughs> of uh, The Elephants in the Room. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us this week. We hope we brought you the news. We hope we brought you a laugh, uh, maybe a little chuckle even. Uh, we are sorry we didn't have a guest on this week. Uh, hopefully we will have one on next Joe, you know, we actually booked one. Um, but then he got fined a million dollars and decided that he, oh, he did not want to come oh. on. Oh, we'll save we'll save that for the the conspiracy corner, or if that's a show on here. I don't I don't think it is. But anyway, you've been listening to Elephants in the Room. Uh, we hope you'll tune in next week uh, for our next episode of Shenanigans, and we will see you on the next episode.